0: back to the 573 Podcast. I'm your host, Steven Ebers, and on today's episode, we are recapping a hunt that we had on opening day of teal season. I'm talking with Nick Wilkie, Austin Carter, and Travis Owen, and basically we're just going to talk about how the hunt went down, the factors that led into what made that hunt successful, and just some other things that we are talking about off the cuff. Um, Kind of a BS session talking about the story of how our hunt went down. So um, uh, with that being said, I think we can jump right into the episode. Um, If you guys are enjoying these episodes, please leave us a five-star rating on Apple and uh, leave us a review because we are constantly trying to make this podcast better and the best way we know how to make it better is by hearing from the people that actually listen to it. So uh, with that being said, we'll go right into it. Today, this morning was.
1: Dude, well, I guess unreal. we should Travis probably start like two weeks ago. Freaking, yeah. I in August. think that's the best place to start. When we yeah. Started scouting. Are we rolling right now? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, then, uh, yeah. So, like, basically, the last weekend in August, um, there's a private place and a public place that I've been scouting. I scouted it, uh, a couple times one weekend, um, both, both sides. And, uh, Then Labor Day weekend. On Labor Day, I had enough time that I could go to both of them. And uh, in August, the last weekend of August, we had a ridiculous amount of birds. I mean, there was thousands of teal here. And the other place I checked, it was just a little private pothole. And it had probably, I mean, 75 to 100 teal on it. Like, solid numbers. Well then labor day i went and i checked again and it was like i don't know the public place overall probably had like 300 and the private place had like 10 to 15 so we we dropped about 70% of our birds were just gone which we had storms over that weekend and uh, we had a bunch of geese move in we had a bunch of teal move out, and I was just kind of like, I don't know how this is gonna be. Well, last or yesterday, teal season eve, I went to the private place. It had like I don't know, seven to fifteen on it, and uh, I don't know, I I wasn't you know too thrilled about it. But I went to the uh, public place, and there was guys that got there like. 6 a.m. the day before. Jesus. Like, ridiculous. Like, camping out. There's there's probably, I bet you there was 100 people there, and I got there right after work. I looked around just to see what bird numbers were like, and uh, I mean, it wasn't anything crazy. I was like, the pressure here is crazy. I'm not dealing with these people um, the
0: people to, uh, bird ratio was a little bit out yeah, of whack. No,
1: we didn't have a migration of teal, um, that day, but we definitely had a migration of people. So, um, I called it, I said, we're not going to hunt public ground. We're going to hunt this private pothole and, uh and i'm really glad we did
0: yeah it turned out to be a really awesome morning
2: yeah i appreciate you putting the time in scouting (laughs) yeah dude no problem i and even not even scouting the birds but scouting all the people there you know good god that would have been if we drove up here last night not knowing and showed up this morning that would have been a huge yeah yeah just finding a
1: hole to hunt would have been hard and even even on that private piece i'm not the only one that has permission and luckily we got there first and yeah. I talked to the guys. I was like, you know, you can either hunt with us or there's another place that, uh, you know, we both knew about. And I was like, you could hunt that place. If if this place is going to be good, that place is going to be. That was my backup plan anyways. Um, so, I mean, but you get, you guys can hunt with us if you want. And they were like, well, if, you know, if I didn't have, uh, he, they asked how many people I was with. I said four. And one's a cameraman. He's like, well, if it was just a couple of you, then yeah, we would. But we'll just go to the other place. I was like, cool. Or um, well, we at least gave him the invite,
2: so. Yeah, There's exactly. Yeah,
1: I just, like, if it's not your property, like, don't try to treat it like it's your property. Yeah, we my didn't, motto. We didn't like, run them off or nothing. Just, right. And I, I said, you know, you, this pond's big enough for two spreads, but we're already set up. Like, I just want you to know, you know, you can, you can make whatever choice you want. It was
0: getting close to shooting time, too. Right, I was getting was. antsy. Yeah,
1: it was, and I was yeah. like, man, and you know, whatever, whatever, and I knew the guys, so we shook hands, and uh, they went to the other place, um, and then I ran back to the blind, and like 10 minutes later, it was
2: like, it was go time. Yeah, having to wait for legal light this morning was itchy. Right
1: yeah, right, yeah, no, and we had birds all over us the whole time, and then... Shooting light hit, and it was non-stop yeah, chaos. I
0: think it was cool that it wasn't
1: just teal we were seeing this morning. I think, I think we saw...
0: Yeah, Pintails,
1: woodies. woodies, shovelers,
2: geese. geese. Yeah, yeah, we had geese... Work. I I want to see that footage of those geese. I mean, those worked. How far away do you think those were? That when you called them in, man, they were a long way. Oh my goodness, they were good ways. So, what's
0: an exaggeration when you hear folks talk about calling in geese
1: from a certain distance? Like, if if somebody says like a mile and a half, I'm like, that's ridiculously far. Like, if like it's not impossible, but especially if the wind's right, but it's not. You know, it's not something that happens every day either. And two miles, I think, yeah. is probably pretty close to impossible. But like three quarters of a mile, that's still a poke. And I
3: think today it was probably closer to a mile, but with the wind blowing at our face, I'm not even sure. I don't. If know. they heard us right away, or if they heard just a little bit, and yeah, and checked it out. But you guys were, cool. screaming. Yeah. They were, they were
2: screaming, screaming, spun at and yeah. came in, and we're like, "Hey, yeah. so oh, they're coming over here!"
3: Whenever
1: yeah. they were at like probably like eight or nine hundred yards, like. They they knew we were there and they were coming to check us out, which it was fun. Just watching birds, it's oh, fun yeah. to be out there,
2: right? We're just in the
0: beautiful morning too. I mean, oh, yeah. a little cloud cover to start the day, and then it just got real brightened up, and it Good was wind. cool. You know, it was really cool up until about ten ten thirty. Yeah, it mm-hmm. didn't
1: get hot. Yeah, it didn't even sweat our butts off like you know teals notorious for. Mm-hmm. But the cool, the best thing about it. Is we had a darn good dog and we had Teal coming in as fast, faster than we could reload. (laughs) Yeah,
2: we had five down at one point. Yeah. (laughs) And we hadn't even sent the dog yet. We're just like, oh, shoot, reload,
1: shoot, reload. And I was trying to like call, but at the same time, I was, I was, I shot my three and then I reached down to grab shells and somebody said, here's some more. And I looked up and I was like, I'll just call for these guys. And I blew my call and they came in, you guys shot. And I was like, nobody has any guns or no, (laughs) nobody has any shells in their gun. So I just started reloading. I was like, it doesn't matter if I call out them at this point or not. You know, I got to have shells in my gun. (laughs)
0: Yeah. the, The teal on that trip got lucky because everybody eventually ran out i yeah. think there was a sti- there was still a couple alive that made it out
3: yeah. there's a couple times when we would be calling at other other ducks and those the teal would just come out from yeah, the, come out from in front out. of us out of nowhere and be in the decoys already yeah, dude like oh man you gotta <laughs> shoot him now it <laughs> was solid all the teal did
1: it perfect like they landed directly in the middle of our spread yeah. like right in our face the dog was able to see everything that was going on um we tried out uh Austin's new blind system worked flawlessly. Everything about this morning just went great. I and mean, the shooting, the shooting, we we insane. really, I didn't <laughs> shoot, I didn't shoot a
3: box of shells. No, no, I didn't even shoot a half a box I don't of think shells. I shot a half box, of and,
1: and we were too shy of a limit. Yeah, too shy of a limit, and of a three man, of a three man, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> just eighty percent of the birds. At least eighty percent of the birds that came in died. Yeah, just pretty
2: ruthless. <laughs> and then
0: uh, the other twenty percent, we were reloading. Yeah, <laughs> we were <either>
2: reloading. Or... <laughs> no, yeah, like we said earlier, the, when a pack came in, we killed three out of it. Yeah, or two or if always a pair came in, we always killed. Or if a single we didn't have
1: in, we a lose. double or a single that came in that made it out. Yeah, and the only birds that did make it out came with like a group of ten or more. Yeah, so and yeah, we got. And and we, if we each get a bird out four. of a
2: group that come in, that uh, I'm good. Right. I'm not. I know I'm not going to knock down more than one in a volley. So
1: right. And it was yeah. No, just the everything about it was was solid. I, I can't. I could not ask for a better teal opener. No. To be totally honest, we needed. Nope. And
0: uh, they tasted pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah. Cooked them up into works.
1: some teal nachos and uh, hit the spot. Hit the spot. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little bit tired now, <laughs> but and then. Uh, there was something I was going to say. I'm drawing a blank.
0: Well, I, I kind of want to hear about Austin's setup a little bit. And that way, you know, everybody else can kind of figure out why it was so good.
2: Uh, Yeah, so I had a duck boat last season. I was talking to you guys about that. We didn't really use the boat as a blind. We just used the boat more like get in the marsh and out. So it was all I did uh, being cheap and crafty. I took that green snow fencing and just put that grass whatever we determined it was called some yeah, kind of like, like fountain grass, fountain or, something grass like that. or ornamental grass basically from my yard and uh zip tied it on there and then we put those T post and it rolls up and we're... Yeah,
1: just like a little plastic T post. Yeah. For, yeah, not like metal T posts there for those. like uh for like electrical fencing.
2: Yeah, it makes it super like lightweight. Like portable sheep fencing kind of stuff. It
1: has a step so you can press it into the dirt. Like <laughs> it yeah. and the whole bundle for two four foot sections it's like 20-30 pounds
2: yeah Yeah, we had two eight foot sections
1: yeah and it was it was super light super manageable it's not awkward because you just roll it up into Mm -hmm. like a carpet you just roll it up it's It's super easy to put up because you just put your first fence post in and then you stretch it and put your next one and your next one and you can shape your blind however you need
2: to yeah I like that we could shape it like we curled in each side to kind of Give us that half moon kind of right, like top. a half
3: oval kind of yeah. shape. Yeah, we were and all worried about them coming from our backside, and they never did. No, they never time. did. Dude, they worked. not
2: one time. Like, most, I think, most work left to right, and just came. There right was down one front. teal the whole day that
1: came in from the right side.
2: Yeah,
3: and the one, yeah. the one while you were out. Yeah, while I was side. out. Yeah,
2: yeah, that, that one a, came in from my right. The right. And I missed, and then yeah. you shot it with like sixty yards. Dude, <laughs> that was sweet, freaking I was, yeah. I, was I was walking yeah, that back. Was awesome from. Uh,
1: there was some birds that landed on the other side. I was just making sure they weren't going to decoy other birds from us. I took off walking or whatever, jumped those ones up, and they were shovelers. And then I look up, and there's this teal, green-winged teal, just freaking dive-bombing into the spread from the right side. I hollered at him, pointed, and then I hear, boom, boom, and this teal gets freaking tall. And then... (laughs) pow and i just saw its wing just snap like a
3: twig and i was like heck yeah that's the browning a5 yes sir shoot the moon (laughs) if you lead it right
0: (laughs) yeah well also you know like you said travis i think one of the coolest things about today was cash
1: cash dude Mm -hmm. he was awesome stellar He did good
0: stellar I would yeah. be super proud, Austin, have a dog like that. You you definitely put a lot of hard work into training him and it, it showed today. Yeah. We got some cool footage of him listening to you before releasing and yeah. uh well, man, it's it really that. a
2: big big thing with like a bird hunt or waterfowl hunt is not breaking, so I was that was good to see that today, but he did did pretty
3: good. The best retrieve. I mean, he had all all the retrieves were good, but that retrieve that was way out yeah. there on that one. Yeah. When he was... sailed
2: that one, I was like, "Ooh, that's a long
3: swim." Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. they kept like
2: diving and getting away. I was like, "All right, found it." Right. Yeah. But I like how we set. I'm gonna keep doing that. Well, if I if we hunt with four or more people, how we put him in the middle. Right. The that was right. that, that was, worked out so much yeah. better. Because like a lot, I mean. Most of them right out front, but like all the birds you shot were like far right side blind. Mm-hmm. I think if he was far left, where we originally thought, I don't think he would have seen those. Just because no. that's, you know, he'd have to be looking like a 180 degrees right. Right. We just kind of set him up for success there. Yeah, we
1: did uh, basically um, what I I was gonna make some a blind like what your setups like. Yeah. And uh, I've been talking to Nick about it all summer. I was going to call it a a roly poly blind just because you roll it up. Yeah. And it's got poles in it. And it was basically. (laughs) (laughs) We should sell those. Right. (laughs) It was like a roly poly, the dog blind, the dog hut, and then another roly poly on the other side of the dog hut. And so you could be right next to the dog. Nick was right next to the dog. Steven was the cameraman, got everything on film. And then I was far right. Handicap, freaking just killing anything that made it out
3: and it worked out just solid even how you had that set up if we were talking about working more than one dog out of it yeah we you could still put them both right in the middle yeah it would work out so. it would just mm-hmm. work out good too side. i mean honestly
1: right i think the
0: setup played well to our uh, advantage because you know travis knows the area a little bit and he he knows how those birds work from past experiences and so I mean, you hit it on the money this morning with our setup. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the bank
2: had, it wasn't super steep, but it had enough angle. We weren't like completely flat where our back was exposed, all that tall grass. Right. We had
1: tall grass at our back. And then uh, another big thing is uh, I just decided that I'd put the mojos this morning on the outsides of the spread because sometimes like... If you put the mojos in the kill hole for big ducks, it usually, you know, usually it works. But teal, I treat it like it's a uh, like a dry field feed for mallards. Instead of putting the mojos where you want them to land, I just set them on the outsides because they it just centers them up. Like,
2: so you think they try to land between the two? Right.
1: So instead of uh, trying to land right there with the the mojos, like a mallard will do uh, because a mallard will sit right now right down next to the mojo if he's in water but in a field they're gonna keep bouncing and if you have the mojos in the center then they might go far left might go far right but if you put those on the outsides it'll center them up and teal are the same way just on water so if you have your mojos on the outside they'll land directly in the middle if you have two of them well that worked
2: yeah so. it worked
1: perfect dude i don't think we like honestly we might have had one or two ducks land on the right side but 90 percent of our birds
2: were yeah. dead center scooted right across and you right smoke
0: them. i think there was something else about that spread that that made it effective that most people i think you were talking about it about how everybody wants brown decoys for teal season right
1: yeah and honestly i mean the, I figure the more color, the more visible they are, and teal are not gonna. I mean, they're they're not the brightest duck, so they're not gonna realize. Hey, all these birds should have you know, not even quarter plumage yet. They're not gonna know that. They just they hear duck noises and ha- you know we teal call that a little bit, but for the most part, I'm I am mallard cadenced. I mean. That was ninety well, like, percent of our calling.
2: We went to scout. Uh, what was that, last weekend? Right, there there's was, mallards around. Yeah, there was mallards around, and the teal were landing. You know, they were hanging out together, landing in the same spread, so exactly it looked the same as what they were seeing.
1: Yeah, and we had we had a, a shoveler's landing our spread this morning. We had a pintail like trying to just make up its mind, like a pintail she always did. does, and yeah. then we had a teal fly in while the pintail was just kept circling our spread so we shot the the teal but I mean yeah. that that pintail hung out for probably three minutes or yeah. so yeah we
0: got some good video of we that did. I'm yeah.
1: excited and it was a nice drake pintail not in full plumage but yeah. he didn't spook off from the other full plumage pintail decoys I have I mean like people sometimes are they just look a little too far into it I mean you got to think about what you're you're hunting I mean you wouldn't give a rabbit the same intelligence factor that a coyote or a deer has. I mean, and teal are way dumber than a mallard. In my opinion, a mallard's way dumber than a goose. Like, I don't know. It's just, that's my opinion, I guess. Hey, it seems like a
0: pretty solid opinion. I mean, you've been hunting for a while, so. Right, and teal,
1: dude, aren't gonna
0: I mean, it's not like we good. were we had a good setup, a good hide, but it wasn't like we were being the most stealthy. I mean I think right, Nick had shiny, yeah. shiny glasses
3: on his hat. Didn't even though I had my sunglasses on the top of my hat. Right. What's that, way that was
2: my first just teal hunt and I was I'm thinking, man, we're gonna have to brush in, keep our heads down and then a few times yeah. I looked over. And Nick's just sitting there like, he's like, oh, here they come. <laughs> Standing up and just railing them. I'm like, all right, I'm going to stand up now. No. And, uh, <laughs> and and
1: another thing, I mean, like the only reason I was worried about brushing us in is because there was four of us and my cousin uh, canceled uh, last minute. His shotgun wasn't working. Um, but he said, uh, you know, I figured we'd have four or five of us that we'd have to hide. But if it's just like me and a buddy... I literally grew up just laying in the grass. Yeah. And for teal, that's more than enough. If it's tall grass and you have your sides covered, like even if they're flying right at you, they're not gonna pick you I out. I mean, like, don't
3: be standing in the middle of the decoys. But right. It, yeah. It, if, exactly. as long as you're trying to hide, I mean Right. Like not just see
1: don't you. don't try to stand out. Right. Like lay in the grass, wear camouflage. You're yeah. good for teal. Like regular duck season comes around yeah you're gonna be brushing in heavy you're gonna be keeping your face down keeping your head down but this is early teal season this is okay. the first
3: time those teal have been shot at probably all year right so, probably their whole a lot they, of them, their, their whole lives, lives. Yeah. you yeah. know
1: we killed a lot of first year birds yeah that was and, interesting
2: too i showed the color difference oh yeah like yeah the, the uh,
1: older ones with the yellow feet and then the the younger ones have like a grayish kind of a yeah
2: i could tell too when we were skinning them like the the like the uh, skin was a lot thicker on like the yellow legs right yeah yeah the ones were kind of you know almost done like they just had real thin skin and and
1: even being in a eclipse phase they have a lot more color um but i mean it's just one of the things that i've learned from other people i mean like i'm not trying to say that i'm the one that trademarked that at all (laughs) but i just it's just something that you pick up as you go along and I try to always tell other people stuff that I find interesting. Yeah. But
0: I think uh, people would find interesting the the spot that we were at, what made it a destination for why teal would want to be there.
1: So, um, first off, it's uh there's a ton of um, like water, oh, foliage. So like you have um, coontail and then um, it's it really is mostly coontail but there's another I can't remember what it's called but it's like a, a weed that kind of weaves together um, almost like a smart weed or something like that but uh, and either they're eating the seeds in there or they're eating the bugs in there there's a ton of bugs and this early in the season until like early season uh, October kind of time really, they're
3: eating a lot of bugs until you get to that first freeze and a lot of them start to die off right yeah, then they're going after
1: your seeds and stuff which they're probably eating a little bit of both but right now they're probably mostly after bugs high in protein high in energy um, so but, do you
2: think with all that like the beans that were planted we were surrounded by beans right do you think that ducks will still go there go out to the beans eat beans and then go to the water honestly i just want food and water like for so, teal
1: yeah. for teal they're just gonna probably eat in the water I've never seen a teal like land in a in a dry feed gotcha. but regular ducks I mean yeah but if if they're gonna I'd say if they're gonna go take the time to go to a dry feed most likely you'll find you'll find geese and beans a lot of the time but the the ducks are probably gonna hit the corn okay so but yeah they're the teal i've i've never even heard of somebody seeing a teal out in like a dry feed um they're always gonna like seek water yeah seek water seek water food sources and all that so
0: well i mean any other comments or anything about uh teal and our teal hunt this morning dude i mean couldn't have been better no it really couldn't have been his opening day here in missouri and uh we just had a heck of
1: a time this morning. Yeah, time. Yeah, it it really my... turned out, and didn't have to fight people. That's a big thing. Uh, too. Yeah,
2: I'm glad we had a little piece of private to go on. Yeah, especially like we we're saying how crowded it was at uh, the public place. Yeah, having a dog out there would have been. Yeah, I wouldn't. have been a nervous wreck. Yeah, as as a dog handler, that was nice having every bird we shot. He knew it was ours. You know, getting to go make a mark and and grabbing them. Right. And just being safe too, yeah. Uh, and and not it's
1: not at. like this is a piece of private that's like a duck club or anything. It's literally an irrigation pond, yeah, like just a farm pond, like just a farm <laughs> pond. Like you don't have to have you know a duck lease or or go to a public spot or whatever. You just have to have a body of water, and well, you look, have to do your homework to find those right right those places. Mostly just seeking look for food sources I'm not in a you know this lake isn't in some sort of major flyway it's just it is what it is it's a it's a farm pond in the middle of nowhere and just look for food sources so bugs um, and kind of water grasses um, and kinda of like under underwater mosses and stuff like that um, that's that's basically it and then both bef- the two weeks before season be looking and seeing if there's any teal that have been using it at all and if there's one teal then it's pretty likely that another teal is gonna probably fly by and you might get lucky like this morning we did not know was it gonna be killer was it not it was a shot in the dark and it just ended up panning out but
0: yeah, and it's not like we're talking shit on public land. I mean, right. we were planning on going to public land right this yeah. morning, and just, it just yeah, it's just man. we had that in our back pocket just in case it was crowded like it was. And yeah, and, I'm not saying I'm sure a lot of those folks today had some success too. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure right they they probably
1: smashed the crap out of them. I mean, but they also had to deal with you know other parties probably some other parties setting up too close to them or people cutting birds off or people competition calling and and stuff like that which if that's your game that's your game but I just I prefer a mellow hunt with my bros and you know smack some birds and watch the
3: dog work right chill out I'd also prefer to relax and not wake up at six in the morning and go to a public (laughs) marsh and camp out I'd rather just Sleep in a bed and hey, get more, up and go. More home.
0: power to those guys, though. I mean, hey, yeah. that's a level if, of commitment. Yeah, if that you're is. committed
3: like that, good for you. But yeah, it's not, not for me. me. Yeah, that's... yeah,
1: you won't. You won't find me sleeping in a marsh. No. no. And last year, I think it was a marsh in the rain. Wow. It yeah, was there, was last people, year. there was people. There was people sleeping in the rain in the marsh. And I was dedicated. Like, I was like, y'all are freaking crazy. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like, take a breather, bro. Like. I don't know. You find another. Hobby. Hey, <laughs> here's the deal.
0: I mean, we're passionate about the about hunting and waterfowl hunting, but those yeah. guys, those guys are taking it to the next level. Yeah, I guess. I have mixed so. feelings about yeah. the whole. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, uh, before we wrap it up, by the time this podcast airs, we'll have the video up on YouTube. So if you guys didn't know, we do have a YouTube. It's the 573. You don't put a space in between the and 573. It's all one word, the 573. And, uh, you know, we're not quite famous enough to uh, to for the algorithm to pick us up if you do put a space. So just wanted to make sure if you wanted to catch that video, it's going to be wild. I'm really looking forward to making it.
2: Yeah, I can't wait to see that. That'll be... We got a lot of good, if, good we got scouting drone footage. footage, we got yeah. dog footage, we if got If you're listening to this kills. podcast,
3: you need to watch the video. Yeah, yeah check it out. Because that was an awesome hunt. Yeah. So.
0: so check it out on the 573 YouTube. Um, any last words or comments? I'm good. All right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap it up. I appreciate you guys listening to this teal season recap, and hopefully uh, you guys learned something from it but enjoyed the conversation. We really had fun doing it. We'll see you on the next one.